Hello and welcome to another episode of Deck Hockey Focus. We are still your number one source of deck hockey news, entertainment, and equipment reviews. On tonight's episode, we're going to talk about the uh, various leagues that have finished up from the National Deck Hockey Association. Talk about the National Deck Hockey Association's tournament coming up in the Quad Cities. And give you our insights as to how you can survive that grueling weekend. Market Shack, are you ready to just jump right into this? Yeah, let's hop into the, uh, the playoff winners, but first, as always, formalities. Um, so, you want to start with Waterloo or Springfield? Let's go to Waterloo. All right, Waterloo first. Uh, their top league is two plus, and uh, who who took it there? Uh, the Waterloo Washups. Waterloo Washups is yeah. uh, Healy. Yeah, uh, Warren Kahui is on that team. Deck Jesus's brother. brother. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm thinking Springfield already. Nope. Okay, so they took down uh, American, American Pattern, which was new to me until we really looked it up. But uh, I think that was a one-goal game. Am I making that up? Uh, I know Springfield uh, D2 was. This one, honestly, I don't remember the score, but it was a close game. But either way, congratulations to them. Uh, moving on to 3+, plus, Sons of Liberty taking it home there. Uh, they took down the Decknoids. Uh and I wonder I, if that's a Domino's extension. That's I was thinking the exact same. Yeah, thing. you think? Maybe I don't know. Scout avoid the Noid, man. Avoid the Noid. But then uh, probably the the tightest matchup was an OT victory for Schmidties uh, in D three, which I mean, as we've seen even with the playoffs locally here, lots of lots of games going late, lots of OT, lots of you know everybody's laying it out there. They're yeah, playing, they're playing. There is no tomorrow. They're gonna. Oh, it's been crazy too. Today. And and I would say the the points overall have been lower, is what I've been seeing too. Yeah. There's been a lot more games that are three to three versus like eight to ten yeah. and things like that. Well, it's the final, so you, you have a more structured game. You want to play more defense. Well, and ideally, you also have the two best teams, so. There shouldn't be much, but it's like what we—it's like what we see in the tournament where everybody's given one hundred and ten percent, and like the defensive uh, awareness is on another level. People blocking shots and and just really marking up. But so in OT, Schmidties took down Team Bring It uh, in the D three in Waterloo. That wraps up Waterloo. Uh, We know that they've got a couple teams coming to the tournament here uh, coming up next week. So look forward to seeing some of them guys come to the Quad Cities and show us what they got. Uh, so move to Springfield. What do we got in Springfield? Uh, Jack Healy, Colas, and Chris Harris's Nordiques uh, took down the Manatees, uh, taking home the championship. And awesome. Then, that was uh, that was a one goal game. Yeah, I think that it was, was tied. So it was tied after the first, uh, as I was looking, and then uh, I want to say right towards the end of the game. Um, uh, what is it, Manatees? took down uh or no they tied it up and then there was a super clutch goal to, to win it so nice. i wish we could have been able to see that stuff but man it just from from what the stats tell me it looked like it was a super tight game and d2 in springfield is on the same level of two plus in the quad cities and waterloo yeah like yeah. that Nordic's, a lot of top talent there. yeah well and they've got guys that are going to be looked at for uh Jack Healy being well, number yeah, one. Yeah, for the U.S. For the US yeah. team. So, yeah, and Moving on to D3, um, my favorite team name I've heard of 
throughout any deck team, the <laughs> ball slappers victorious. Congratulations to you guys. If you're gonna have a name like that, you gotta bring her home. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's much more there. Gonna there's be. not I'm, a lot we can get it. into. Yeah. No kidding, but congratulations to uh all the winners. Uh and then in the quad cities, we're still running hot and heavy. There are a couple leagues that have wrapped up. Um but we're gonna finish up on Sunday and Monday. Yeah, in okay. The quad cities. I think the the key here between Springfield and Waterloo, and I'm just going to start a little conspiracy theory, is that they're trying to take down the Quad Cities. Is that can't do it? Trying to rest for up for the tournament? Yeah. No, for the tournament, they're combining teams for D1. I called it. You did. I called that on the episode. You can go to the ledger. It's on there. That's also crazy. So conspiracy, you heard it here first. I'm not going <laughs> to provide any fact or update other than Springfield and Waterloo are trying to take down the Quad Cities. Ouch. They can try. This is a deck hockey slash regular hockey hotbed. Yep, yep. This is the Mecca. But so uh, let, let's run back through. And so D1 has wrapped up in the Quad Cities. Yep. Uh, and as I'm sure nobody is overly surprised, even though there were a lot of good games, uh, Tracos took that one home. How many years in a row do you think that is? I stopped counting. Anyway, getting, getting sick tough. of that. I mean, good for them. And, you know, there's a lot of positive things that they can continually create a team that wins constantly. Just stop winning constantly. Not, <laughs> you know, at least it's not the same guys, you know, exactly. year in and, and year out. That's like, my point is that they, you know, continually bring yeah. in new guys and stay that the team to beat. Um, but kind of taking it down to two plus, my pick Mafia lost to BD Bandits. And Freiburger stood on his head. That was, I haven't seen Freiburger play a better game than that, and I can't remember how long. Three to two in overtime we lost. So they're going to be playing Coffee Hound, which was my pick. And I think that Coffee Hound... They move the ball maybe better, but dude, when Freiburger's on, Freiburger's on. I mean, I think he's the best goalie in deck hockey right now. And if he's got that tournament level, that playoff level, you know, that that fifth gear, whatever you want to call it. I talked to him for a few minutes last night, and that's where he, that's all bets are said. off. He's like, I'm dialed in. For he's the tournament. absolutely I'm peaking. Like it's Sunday at the tournament. Right I now. personally had probably 10 one timers at him in that game, and I couldn't get a single goal. I finally got a garbage, just a hustle goal at the end to tie it up. But, no. but yeah, so I'm I'm still thinking Coffee Hound can take him down because that was my pick, but it's on Freiburg. And for those uh, keeping tally at home, Mock and I, I picked BD Bandits, Mock picked Coffee Hound. One of us will come to Victorious. Yeah. Uh, and then Dailies is playing in D2 against who? Mutiny. Against Again? Mutiny. Okay, so uh, potentially the best rivalry. I'm, I I wouldn't say potentially there. Like those games are so intense. Like, for well, sure. What was the stat you were saying? The last so mutiny and the dailies have played each other in championship games pretty much the last two and a half years. Right. Every single one, the last five games, overtime. Every single championship has gone to overtime. Every, five out of five. Every single game. That's a game you want to go. I believe watch. in my man Chad Canelli still. Um, I think we all picked dailies. Well, the dailies. Uh, Lost to Mutiny in the semifinals, won last night in the finals to force this game on Sunday. Oh, wow. So it's do or die there. Okay, so like but they're riding the hot hand, though. It's back-to-back, and those were overtime games, both of them. Dailies doesn't like to lose, but, man, that'll be a good one. Hopefully hopefully Dailies pulls it out. I'm rooting for Dailies, I, I got to say. I'm on Dailies. I'm on Dailies. There you go. Too. But then, uh, speaking of Chad Canelli last night, Mafia 3+, plus. that was that game, right? Yeah. They got knocked out. I thought Chad played well, but, you know. It's playoffs, man. You gotta yeah. you gotta show up across the board, otherwise you can't win. Uh, so uh, the only pick that we have left on the board is uh, Eagles, yeah, which I picked. Yep. And they're they're gonna play Hornbuckle on Sunday. Okay, so that'll be a good one there. Uh, and then in three, 
Is that our last Mafia team that's alive? I think so. Oh, boys. I got Mafia in D, uh, in D3. I don't know who they're playing, though. BD Bandits. Oh, BD Bandits is playing really well. I actually ref them last night. Yeah, so Mafia came in in the winner's bracket. BD threw the loser's bracket. BD Bandits beat them in the, that first finals game, so they're going to play again. Gotcha. Um, on Monday, I believe. Moving down to D3 Open, uh, my team, Kill Squatch and Gage versus uh, Nightshades. Took it to uh, Nightshades, gave them their first loss of the season the other night, forcing a Game 2 final uh, that will be taking place on Monday. Uh, I I don't want to jinx myself, so I'm done talking about it. <laughs> so I'm not because this is super interesting, and I just realized it. Of 2 plus 2, 3 plus 3, and now Open, we're in five leagues. The, losers, the loser bracket team who won that one coming up has won every single first game. Huh. So I honestly that... think it's because the losers bracket teams, we've been playing every single day, and I think it's just because you come in hot, the other team's been sitting. And you're in survival mode. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so we're five for five there. I like it. Um, should we go to four plus? Let's do it. All right, what do we got? Well, I picked BD Bandits, so they're out. Um Devil's um, Red, ha- what was that yours? Devil's Dollar Red. Shacks. Yeah. I oh, Devil's so Squash White. has Devil's White, and they're still in it, but I don't know who they play. They're playing Tracos. Oh, wow. Okay, if you notice so there's a trend, a grind. Yeah. most of my teams are still in it. Stop. <laughs> well, and <clears throat> that's where the 5 for 5, they haven't played yet. So the Devils is coming from the loser's bracket, so we're going to see if that theory is going to hold up. Yeah. Yep. And moving on to D4, uh, Mock, you picked Jimmy O's, they're out. Shaq picked Be- Angry Beavers, who are still in it, and then oh, I picked Devils, who are out. Um, we had Angry Beavers versus uh, DK Four Wheel. DK Four Wheel in the final. Uh, you know, I'd really like to see DK Four Wheel go and win that. They've, they've been had a team for a, for a long, long time, time yeah. and oh, they've yeah. never won a cup. An experience, definitely. I mean, that's what we've seen. The experienced teams, the teams that have been around, they're they figure out a way to get it done. Yeah, for sure. Well, and speaking of my pick, local twenty-five. Uh, wins in D five, and they win in like spectacular fashion. Yeah, well, too. and that and was... and like you guys were saying, is that they have all been playing for quite some time, and there's a lot of team chemistry there, and there's a lot of experience, albeit at the low level. But that that team environment that and matters. that yeah, I, like, that matters a ton. When you're coming into the playoffs or even the tournament, the the locker room atmosphere, everybody playing for each other and playing for the jersey, not themselves. Like, that's where you see champions come through. Right. And speaking of, in the women's league, the rental guys, now they're under a different name. However, there are a lot of them that are playing to get, have been playing together for yeah. a very long time. Yeah. It's just a rebranded team of that. Right. Right. And I think we, we picked, uh, Mock and I both picked rental guys. Shaq picked just one more. Well, I didn't uh, argue with you, but I probably well they I didn't exactly the clean train. up though. They only won by like two goals or something yeah. like that. It wasn't a it wasn't a blowout. It was it was down to the wire. No, I just don't like losing, and <laughs> I just chose a team to argue against you guys. But you know whatever. I'll just go cry myself to sleep. It's fine. That that about wraps it up for us for playoffs. Uh, let us know how you guys fared with your picks. And congrats to all the winners. Uh, best of luck to everybody who's still fighting for that championship. Hoisting that cup. It's getting tougher and tougher by the year. So uh, get out there, grind it out, and then uh, we'll see everybody in the summer tournament. 
All right, Deckheads, this episode is brought to you by us. Uh, we are turning one. We actually just turned one, but we are going to have a celebratory party shortly after the summer tournament. Uh, July 13th, we'll have a uh, keg at Caddy's for all the listeners, anybody who wants to come and join. Help us celebrate one year of, of growth and growth of deck hockey in general. Uh, look for details online. We're going to make a Facebook group with that, and that'll have uh, everything you need to know. But July 13th, we're turning one. Coming up next weekend, we have the NDA 3-on-3 Summer Tournament in the Quad Cities. Uh, we have some things we want you guys to know about that tournament. There are two 12-minute periods in pool play games. You're going to be separated into pools. You'll have three games leading into Sunday for your seeding into a single elimination bracket on Sunday. Everybody is going to make it to Sunday. This is new compared to previous years. So make sure you are ready and your stamina is built for that Sunday. But so there will be a reseeding going into Sunday. So the the more you win on the days leading up to Sunday, the higher you'll be ranked uh, and the better chances you have. But it's single elimination uh, there on. Uh, important things to note is penalties are going to be the same as Waterloo, but anybody who wasn't playing in that tournament, uh, one-minute penalties are still one minute. Two-minute penalties are still two minutes. So, uh, no, they're one minute now. They're one minute. Or, I'm sorry, two-minute penalties are still one minute. So to clarify that, uh, a delay a game, stepping on the ball, something like that, one minute. Tripping call, also one minute. Keep that in mind, because uh, that's gonna. And then obviously, like a five-minute major, that's three three minutes. That's three minutes. Hopefully, there are none of those. But uh, yeah, with the agreed. heat, everybody <laughs> knows sure. how that one turns out. Uh, but so single elimination on Sunday. Uh, periods are two twelves, and then when you get to the finals, that is going to be three ten-minute periods. Yes. So that's the only time you'll see that. There's going to be two refs in every D1 game. Uh, but so how many how many teams are there? I know, what is it, 16K total prizes? It's 15K cash and ca- cash. And- 15, okay. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of money <laughs> to be putting up. And our, our divisions just keep growing. So in D4, we have, uh, I think it's probably going to end up being four pools of four. So we have 16 teams. Uh, D3 has 15 with $1,000 on the line. Uh, and prizes. D2 is down to seven, which I think is, is a good thing. I've seen uh, some of those rosters. They're gnarly. <laughs> our, our roster looks good on paper, and then I see other ones. And I'm like, I thought I did a good job, but I'm not so sure right uh, now. D2 is going to be And for the first time, we have a prize for the finalists. You know, if you don't win the, that final game, you're still walking away with $1,000. Yeah. Keep your eyes on the prize, though, boys. Nobody likes a consolation. Yeah. So silver medal is the dirtiest medal to win. No, I don't. Nobody wants a silver medal. Yeah. Sell that. That's and, what eBay's for. D one, we have five teams. Five thousand dollars for the winner. One thousand dollars to the finalists. And uh, I think we were we could talk a lot about the lower leagues, uh, but everybody is there to watch the top so professional many, talent. So many teams, but seriously, the D one level this year is going to be on an absolutely different level than you guys have ever seen more than we're accustomed to it's it's a professional hockey tournament now yeah it is going to be ridiculous literally if you listen to this and you're not playing in the summer tournament come up for the show up and just watch the d1 games because they're going to be unbelievable and if you're a type of player that shows up for your game in the tournament doesn't hang out which is perfectly fine that's up to you make sure you have the d1 games on your schedule and you're there these are do not miss unreal there will be a tremendous like, – it's going to be physical. It's going to be high-scoring action. And uh, let's let's just jump right into these teams. We've got a few players on the rosters we want to highlight. Um, let's lead off with Deckhead since that's probably the one everybody's well, the, the most familiar with as the, the kind of the QC, the QC staple. Well, yeah, and, and the, the reigning champs. So they're going to have a tough time uh, holding down the title. Um, 
but kind of a familiar roster. Uh, Philion's in net, um, but they have added. Uh, obviously, Nick and Pat probably. Yeah, Nick and Pat are there. Uh, Womack, Bobby, Swisher, okay. the usual suspects. So what you're pretty used to seeing there, but uh, additions. Yeah. Out-of-town additions are what is going to give them their chance because with the roster that they had last year, if they were to bring that to the they tournament, dead last place. They wouldn't be able to compete with these. So what they did is they brought in uh, Marty, who does a lot of work, obviously, with Team USA. And let's can we just sidebar that real quick? Let's not lose sight of this tournament is one of the deciding factors of who's playing on that team. Absolutely. And the guys that are pretty much these D1 guys are playing for a Team USA spot. Not only the money, but they're playing to make that team. Uh, So Marty reached out. A familiar name here, John Scully. Yep. Coming in from Chicago, played with Nick in uh, Watertown, won that championship there, played with them in Waterloo. So they're used to winning stuff. Yeah. As we know. And obviously we've talked about Scully a handful of times and solid solid player you should play with us but then uh what did you say Liebinger? yeah Liber- two Liebingers or one two Liebingers. so uh most people probably listening are familiar with uh adam Liebinger. he played he went to palmer played with palmer uh in the quad cities d1 sure but his brother chris is coming now if you don't know chris chris played uh i think it was northern michigan for d1 for ice okay former mallard playing with the utah grizzlies in the echl jesus yeah, and then, that'll be that'll be impressive. And then uh, also coming, he was here last year. Yannick, Yannick Yumphy with uh, Quebec bomb, bomb shot. Yeah, insane. Yeah, insane. The guy's got a slingshot. It's crazy. Um, but then new uh, addition moving down. Yeah, way well, down. Yannick is. But yeah, moving to our <laughs> southernmost friends. Uh, we all know the Mudbugs. They've sort of rebranded for their D one team. And uh, we always look forward to them. We know they come with a bus, and those guys like to party. I still have one of their beers sitting in my fridge. Uh, can't bring myself to open it Is and it ruin that. Is it the penalty mock? <laughs> it's the penalty mock. But, uh, but so they've got uh, probably, I think everybody's voted them the best jerseys going in with the uh, Louisiana hot sauce jerseys. Yeah. Those are pretty slick. But they're bringing some hot sauce of their own. Yeah, Louisiana's the call out here. Uh, this is the first time, I think, in the new tournament format, let's call it that, that they're playing D1. They used to bring a D2 team. Uh, they're skipping D2 this year. They're playing for money now. Good, because I'm in D2. <laughs> <laughs> um, the call-out, like, there's a there's a few things here. And what they did is they didn't necessarily bring a lot of guys from Louisiana. You got Josh Lodato and Sullivan um, who are on that team. Lodato's on the Team USA shortlist. And Sullivan just won a championship with North Texas and ICE. Uh, but what they are bringing some guys from Team Quebec. Who do they have in net? That's scary because they can all speak French and we can't understand them. And if you follow, <laughs> if you followed, uh, you know, Team USA in Montreal, Team Quebec's the one that won that. Yeah. So they're bringing, uh, they're bringing five guys there. So yeah. they just outsourced basically. And I, I believe the uh, the leader of the Burroughs Cup that we all know about in Canada is coming and playing for Louisiana Hot Sauce. So these are elite level guys. Like I, I don't want to even gloss over i want to just be perfectly clear that quebec the guys they are bringing down are elite deck hockey players it will be a deckhead but challenge. so st vincent and net and we st. saw him last year there's some uh, drone footage highlight reels of him <laughs> well I, and just to clarify i let's be adults and move move on from last year like it happened it is what it is we were all there we all said everything like let's let's not lie but pat and him half talked there is reconciliation so we're coming in with the queen slate and let's not well he it. wasn't playing with louisiana last year i thought though who was he with he played louisiana d2 he played, he played with the waterloo, waterloo team yep but oh he, yep he played with waterloo okay so now he's with louisiana yep so, so he's a competitor though that's a oh, good goalie he, 
Yeah. He's no joke. He's and he's solid. He's goalie. aggressive. He's kind of like Marty where he's not afraid to come out and play the ball. And that can really change things, especially in these short periods with low stoppages and things. If you zip one down and go to get that change and you've you got a goal you and you've a got a goalie that's back there that can play the ball just as well as any defenseman making a long pass. That's that's a game changer. It's gonna, but it'll be interesting to see how these guys mesh together, sort of bringing the the north and the south it. and sort of marrying it up. Yeah, that that's gonna be the question mark for Louisiana: is can they mesh as a team and can they do it quickly? Well, and then speaking of uh, mashup teams, is Waterloo our mashup? Yeah, the Waterloo Assassins. So we had what we had talked about earlier in Mock's prediction that maybe Waterloo and Springfield are gonna try to con- create a D one team and take us over, and that's exactly what they did. So Waterloo took Austin Jackson, um, who is a hell of a player. Uh, I think he's playing for UW Stout right now. Uh, Deck Jesus, Danny Kahui, and uh, Tyler. Ma- uh, I'm sorry, dude. I'm gonna mask your name, Maniky. I can't. I can't like read that. it. Um, and they brought Huey, Colas, and Chris Harris. So those were the three top guys for the Nordiques in Waterloo. They played together on that championship yeah, team. Yeah, so they're coming straight off a championship there. Yeah, and, and they're, they're solid players. And who do we match from the QC in there? Perry Jacobs. Yeah, you need a big shot from the point. You need that <laughs> veteran experience from Perry Jacobs. The call out here, though, is the goalie. It's to be determined. Yeah, noticeable hole in the roster. We don't so, know who that is. Brandon Harvey, we're looking to you. Uh, Mike Womack, if you feel like putting on the pads, <laughs> Switch, switching teams last minute. But uh, I mean, shoot, God only knows what will happen yeah. because the way that we've seen everybody's just, I guess with the internet nowadays, you can just find a freaking hockey player anywhere you want. They're going to have Martin Brodeur in net or something like that. <laughs> We're not going to know what to do. My dream is to see Brzezgalov play. Oh no! If Marty Brodeur was in that for that team, I don't know what I would do. Or He's Ilya, my favorite player growing up. Kolvachuk's coming back for the tournament. Yeah, <laughs> that was the stipulation of him coming back. To the but NHL. anyway, let's let's move through to uh, the Pittsburgh team, which I think uh, we saw a couple of Pittsburgh teams last year. This is not that Pittsburgh team. Okay, so this is an entirely different team. This is an entirely different team, entirely different organization. This is the Pittsburgh Gods. That is actually their team name. Um, if you follow, how pretentious? Uh, well, I'm not gonna lie. When I saw them, I googled them quick. Yeah, and they're worth a Google. And they're, I'm, I'm going to say you can call yourself the gods if you're the number two ranked team in North America. Yeah. These guys are no joke. They play a five on five game. And if you follow deck hockey, um, that's what I was going to touch on is that that's our one saving grace is that they're going from fives to threes. And hopefully that that lack of a red line will save just three on three is our space. Don't but, encroach on our space. But if you, you know, you know, names like Montreal red light and those, they play in the same league. Like they're all in the same rankings on ballhockey.com and they go to the open tournament in Quebec in the Bros cup and they get worked on there. So they can transition to the three on three game. I think that honestly, I don't know a lot about them other than what I've watched I've some told. of their live. I watched some of their live footage and they're all very, very skilled players. But that five-on-five five game, you have a ton more time to think time and a ton space. more time to react. I'm not saying that there's I, – I think that they'll pick up three-on-three three like it's a walk in the park or whatever. Mm-hmm. But just the speed that things happen, you have no time to stop, think, and compose yourself. Whereas uh, in the five-on-five, five, it almost looks like they're setting up a power play every time they enter the zone. Whereas three-on-three, three, Run it's and running and gunning and one-timers from everywhere. Yeah. So – 
I think they're probably the best team skill wise coming in, but I, that's the one, uh, the variable basically yeah. that they're going to have to work with. And I'm sure their goalie is going to be out of the freaking world. Yeah, so. I, I'm looking forward to watching uh, And them. he's probably on a smaller net than he's used to at five on five too. Exactly. Do they that's use big old nets on five on five? They use six by fours. They use ice nets. Trouble. Yeah. So, uh, last team in the league, uh, not a new name, new face, uh, right way, personal training. Do they play in the championship last year against Eggheads? No, they lost in the semifinals. Okay, to lost Waterloo. in the semis. Either way, that so, league was pretty tight. So their goalie year. happens to be a good friend of ours. Who would that be? Fry. Who, if Fry is playing like he is right now, he's been on a oh whole another level. And he's just like he's got he's he's the kind of goalie where you can't go top bar on him, and that's what everybody likes to do is shoot top bar because when he's in the butterfly, he's, he's still taller than he that. He spreads wide. And then you've got almost nothing to shoot at, man. Dude, I think he's wearing 37 plus two pads. Well, and he's been... What? He, he yeah. moves. It, he moves like a maniac, too. He's nimble. He's fast. He's he's a big boy. To put that in context, I wear 33 plus ones. He's yeah, and 37 plus he's twos. like my size. I wear 36 plus one. That's that's crazy. But Fry, Fry is not the only weapon on that team, though. So what we have here... Um, it's, uh, it's There's a lot of consistency from last year. We are the Toporowski's Jake. Jake's coming. He's playing. Um, little toppers on the team as well. But then you have uh, Blake Wareham's coming back. He played for the team last year. Uh, super good dude. Playing D one out out in the East Coast right now. D1 and he's eyes. he's uh he's a he's a steady guy. He doesn't have a lot of variation to his game. You know, he's he's the kind of guy that he's consistent across the board. He never he never takes a game off. Basically, and no. doesn't doesn't he own the record right now for hardest shot in the QC? He does. Ah, fun fact. One eleven. That's one off of a young. Ah, there'll be a new one. There'll be a new record this year. The new six just came out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, that's good. That broken. record's gonna fall immediately. That's getting broken. Yeah, that's that's gonna but break that's okay, within the next couple of weeks. But that's okay because he can just grab that stick and then do it again. There you go. We'll see but, that place. but so who else they got? There's there's some other callouts here. Um, guys, names that we don't know, we're not really familiar with. But I'll I'll say Kip Hoffman. Um, is one you're going to want to watch out for. He's playing D1 NCAA right now, too. Last year, led the Janesville Jets in points in the NALA. Oh, wow. Led That's in impressive. Points. Yeah. And then uh, there's uh, uh, Namowski and uh, Nierman. I'm sorry if I mispronounce your names. I don't know how to read that well. We'll get to know you by the end of the tournament, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, Miami of Ohio, another one playing for Niagara, all D1 guys, all playing the top level ice in, in the United States. And I'll put no points. We'll and, see how yeah, that ice. scoring. We'll see how those ice skills uh, transition to the deck, though. We've seen a lot of guys that are really good at ice. They get out here, and then, you know, they can't glide. So Yeah, these guys are top-level athletes. Their job right now in college is to play sports. So absolutely. I, well, I would, not a problem. I would say the, the one uh, thing that's going to be, I guess, interesting to see or might be a hiccup is, like, team chemistry and sort of – because things yeah, at yeah. the D1 level happen so incredibly fast. Like I was saying with coming from fives to threes mm-hmm. – you have to make the pass before it's there. Well, now that was the call I was going to make here too. And the same thing we talk about Quebec. How is Quebec and Louisiana going to mesh? Yeah. These guys are all like a lot of Chicago guys. I think they, they've all played together. Chicago Mission in okay. the past. But what have they done in the past few years? Like, are they going to mm-hmm. get that chemistry back? Right, right. So there might, be a, there might be a learning curve or maybe not. Or I, well, I will say that they're preparing for that. I talked to Blake last night and they're, they're getting to the tournament early. And they're getting some workouts in. Really? So they're treating this. They're not messing around. Well, like we said, this is about as close as you're going to see as some professional hockey right now. I mean, the the skill set is off the freaking charts. And it's going to be a packed house. It's going to be hot. It's going to be a bloodbath. But 
honestly, I don't think I could even venture a guess as to who's going to win. I'm not going to. I would say, wow. I honestly, I want to throw a guess out there, but I'm like, I'm second guessing myself left and right, left and right. But uh, we'll see. I think I'll be rooting for, I'll be rooting for the deckheads, but then I'm rooting for Fry too. So no. it's hard. All right. So if we're going to have the conversation, I'm going to, uh, I'm, I'm on team right way here. I think they're going to do it. They played so well last year. This is the first time they like put that team together yeah. at this league. And they just learned so much. And they brought in some better players. I'm almost inclined, before they've acknowledged a goaltender, just to root for the Waterloo team. Because I kind of called that one. And <laughs> yeah. if I could just take credit for being like, hey, that was my idea. That'd be really good. But you guys figure out a goalie before I can put my uh, yeah, but top to bottom, chips Louisiana in the basket. Pittsburgh. I'm all in on Louisiana. Are you? I think that combining with the guys from Quebec is the best move that they can make. Those are some of the best deck players That's in so the country. Dangerous. And, and they all ju- they that what the if it doesn't really that team, that line from Quebec that's coming down have gelled. Have gelled well, yeah. and that's where I think they're going to have the advantage. What, this is all they need to do is you put Sullivan Lodato on a line as forwards and you let the Quebec guys play with themselves. Sure. Right. Like just separate it. If you don't have the chemistry right out the bat, separate it. And like I said, they can all speak French. We won't know what they're saying. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, it's going to be a hell of a tournament. It's going to be a hell of a tournament. Uh, Lots of money on the line. Lots of additional prizes as well. We look forward Uh, to seeing you guys out there. Look for us. Uh, We'll be announcing some things live, uh, doing some player interviews and things like that. Uh, So we're really trying to take this entire tournament to the next level. But uh, look forward to seeing everybody in Tent City. And, uh, yeah, get out there and score some goals.